Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome to There's Always Next Year, the podcast on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. And with me, as always, the triumvirate is here. The Troika is Travis Milton, who you can find on Twitter at Dash 37 Board 27. And Preacher Man Josh underscore Conrad. Gentlemen, that was not the way the season should have started on many levels many levels uh but was it i just i have a question but i mean was we it? haven't i think it was I we haven't won a game I'm, in I'm, september in four years that that's true right that's a good point yeah it's been a while i i just have one question for you do you think if robert Sala had run more steps before the game the outcome would have been any different josh Oh, of course. I think I think a couple more laps and maybe he would understand and know the volume at which people were chanting for Mike White in the middle of the third quarter would have rang down to his little ears on the sideline. Oh, uh, I mean, it it was a rough game to watch. I mean, I think the Jets certainly held it. It, it was clear once they got once it got away from really after the first Duvernay touchdown, Travis, that it was not going to happen. The second one, then it really felt like it was pulling away. And then the Rashad Bateman, you know, 57-yard score or whatever it was, like it was just clearly over by that point. Um, the Jets came back and, you know, scored a couple kicks, or, you know, points at the end of the game. But but by and large, I mean, what are we to make of this offense? And let's start with your area of focus, which is the offensive line Um I didn't see a lot that I love, but what did what did you see, Travis? Um, you know, 
uh, they're they're going to get better. It's it's a it really is a matter of not having that gel, not having that. Uh, you know, they haven't had any time together, and then even within the time they've had, you know. It's been reshuffled. Fans back at, you know, left tackle. He was rolling at right tackle last year, which, you know, I kind of, you know, agreed with with it a little bit last year. But, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker is now at right instead of at left. Now, Lakin Tomlins is over there. Um, Dwayne Brown hasn't even been able to really take any reps, let, let alone be in the game. Uh, Max Mitchell probably wasn't expecting to be there. Uh, you know, I thought Mitchell played really well in the first half. And, uh I've got a lot of faith in that dude. I uh, I told you guys he's he's man he, he is made to be in the scheme, and I think he's going to be great. Um, but yeah, but it's I hard think to expect that out of the gate. Uh, yeah, against you out know, of the gate, some you know, super veteran project, rushers. Yeah. yeah, he is a project player. But I mean, Lake and Tomlinson, there's no excuse. I mean, he was getting just straight up blown up four or five yards into the backfield, like on his back. Uh, I mean, Max Mitchell had better leverage than, than, than Tomlinson had three quarters (laughs) of the game. So it, uh, you know, I don't know. And like you said, Flacco is not going to do any favors that you can't scramble. He's 37 years old. I mean, not that he ever could when he was younger. I I don't recall. Um, But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a shit the bed game. Yeah. I mean, he was, mildly athletic i mean you saw there was one play he kind of scrambled scrambled to the the left side to avoid uh avoid that's, what a sack dating, and, that's what my dating profile says on the like you know body <laughs> type it's mildly athletic mildly athletic uh yeah and but he he could run more but right i can't i, I have to go look it up but you know if he ran for a couple hundred yards a season kind of his rookie year second year like that would have been a lot i think and right by by this point he doesn't any scrambling that he did have um, is, you know, maybe he can do it here or there, but not to the degree that right when he was 23. No. Um, and and then the, the arm strength is clearly problematic. Like he, he really struggles to push the ball accurately downfield at all. Um, at this point, if it's not a check down, it's really hard for him to, uh, to be, you know, to, to, to complete a pass. Uh, and then, right, like just his feel, as you said, like, so it it was this kind of weird, uh, you know, anti-symbiosis, right, Josh, between the offensive line and Flacco. Flacco wasn't wasn't sliding around in the pocket at all um, <laughs> and doing his line any favors. And his, his line wasn't doing him any favors because they were just falling on their butt all, all, all day. Um, and but he was like he was like sliding into the pressure, which just seemed all the worse. I don't know. What was he, your assessment he, of that? Group? Yeah, he, he just seems cooked and you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun to want Mike white. I would just prefer Mike white because at least Mike white has a, has a pulse at this stage of his career is playing for something more than just, I guess, game checks for Joe Flacco. But um, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, we, we talk about it and if everything up front is going to be off rhythm, then your passing game is going to be off rhythm and your running game can't get established. Um, that game was winnable at halftime. I mean, it's not like Baltimore's playing well. It's not like Lamar threw the ball all over the field. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at when he targeted, um, even, you know, whether even if it's DJ Hall or Sauce, like I think, I think he, he completed like two or three passes and it was like 30 or 40 yards. It was not much um, against our corners. It was our safeties that let us down on those long plays, but it was very winnable. Um, and that's it seemingly is not a guy in Joe Flacco that that's, that's a winning formula kind of a guy. Um, and the offensive line did him no favors either to 
establish anything that looked like a competent offense. And so, you know, we can look at, you know, a lot of the garbage time stats that came in and I think he ended up with 50 something attempts or some ridiculous number, mm-hmm. but um, just felt like we we're in negative game script the whole time. Um, and when you have a guy that can't really make plays um, like Joe Flacco anymore, either with his arm or with his legs, uh feels like that's something you want at the quarterback position, a guy that can make plays with either his arms or with his legs. And he is, he is not at that stage of his career anymore. I don't want to besmirch the guy. This, you know, he's, he's not here to be starting games. He's here to be backing up and passing on professional knowledge to Zach. But um, yeah, frustrating way to start the season for sure. Felt like nothing ever really got going. Um, and even when it felt winnable, felt like they didn't have the competent game plan offensively to potentially stay um, competitive if they weren't going to be able to put up, you know, solid drives all afternoon long. So frustrating mm-hmm. from start to finish. Really funny, um, the, like the whole team pretty much looked really young and green, except for the quarterback who looked really old and, and, and gray. And gray, just uh, a grayed out quarterback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were there do any Strebler or, or how, I don't know, how, how do you pronounce? Yeah, Strebler. I say Strebler. But right, they say Strebler chance for Mike White. Well, not that I heard. Definitely Mike White chance were in full force. I got texts from a friend who basically they were the epicenter of the Mike White chance, apparently. So shout out to the, uh, to the Lola crew who was starting up that chant. Um, but the, the, I think maybe they were chanting for Mike White because that's a much easier chant than Chris Strebler. Like I feel like Strebler, like what, how would you even chant that? That'd be yeah, who, 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 you know, how many people actually know how to pronounce his last right. name? The Strebler. Sign. Just the Strebler. Just the Strebler. Sign him off. Sign Strebler off the practice squad. Just start yelling, Chris. Uh, it doesn't really work. Yeah, it's not a good <laughs> chant. Yeah, it's a little little ham handed. Um, but yeah, I, like I, I certainly think at this point, like I don't understand. Uh, okay, I get it that you know the future is Zach Wilson or the present is Zach Wilson. Um, uh, but you surround him with Mike White, who had you know kind of a lightning in a bottle game last year, and um, Chris Trevler, who fine like i mean obviously had a great preseason uh seemed to light up camp but like yeah everybody was talking about how great joe flacco was in the summer and where'd that guy go like you know i i I, it bothers me that you know everyone was gushing about how great he was playing in the preseason and now like you know it's like the lights have come on and all the cockroaches have scattered under the under the cabinets and like you know where's all the where's all the joe flacco love that was like just just basting my time, my timeline a month ago. Like where'd that all go? It's just, it's just a reminder that believe nothing, believe nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing in the month of August. And just also, believe nothing. right. Yeah. This is the week for overreacting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. That, that, I think that is a big thing. And I mean, I, I, I want to be clear that like this team is concerning. What I saw was concerning to me. I'm not going to say it wasn't. Um, that said, right, I am not going to go, you know, find a high point in uh, in my town and jump off of it because of what happened yesterday. Like, uh, I also don't delude myself that Zach Wilson is the savior of this team. Like, I mean, the offensive line has to figure things out. They've got to, you know, right, stay upright and block. You know, Zach Wilson has to get healthy. Um, but, I mean, it's hard not to think about what it could be when – Wilson does come back a guy who can scramble more, who they can design, you know, boots and rollouts and stuff for, 
Um, and when you see even the glimpses of some players like um, uh, like Brees and Garrett Wilson, who I thought Garrett Wilson, you know, acquitted himself well in his first game. I mean, it was what, 50, 60 yards, something like that, five, five catches. But like just the level of effort and hustle um, that he put into the game, like that one catch where he was like, I mean, just, you know, whatever, Jackie Channing around all the guys, you know, to get – he almost got that first down. He was so close to getting that first down. Um, he came up a yard short, but you know, he, he basically, I don't know how many tackles did he like avoid like four or five tackles. And he went eight, like, it was like 18 yards or something. And the throw, uh, to was, get dog shit. The throw yeah, was, was dog shit. It was so bad. It was so bad. So like that hustle play and then the play who fumbled the ball. Oh, uh, Conklin, right? Conklin fumbled. Oh, Conklin, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Garrett Wilson comes back to the play and just jumps on the ball. Um, you know, you see those kind of things and you're like, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like this guy and, you know, Brees only had a, we had a handful of carries, but you know, that dude is beefy and he runs with power and, uh, he's also elusive. Um, you know, I think the, um, you know, pass protection probably will take a little bit to get used to. And Michael Carter played really well. Like, you know, he's not Michael Carter. I, I believe Brees is going to be the starter in years to come. Uh, but Michael Carter is not going to give up this job, you know, easily. Like he's going to have a role and he's going to find a, uh, find a place on this team. Bra- Bra- Braxton Barrios, I don't know, like, you know, doing his hustle stuff. So like there are components, but we need the big pieces to come forward. I understand it was raining, but we need Corey Davis to come down with the ball in his hands. Like we need, you know, we need players to to make catches and stuff like that. So, you know, you know um, who, uh, you know who led, I mean, a lot of it's game script, but Brees Hall led the team in targets yesterday with 10. Oh my gosh. Wow. Crazy? I didn't realize that. Well, that brings up like my biggest issue. Like, my biggest issue was not with the playing. It was with the coaching, with the game plan. Like, uh, again, like I feel like we're, again, overreaction day, but it seems like we're right back to game one last year on like the game plan being super wonky. Garrett Wilson wasn't even in the game till like mm-hmm. almost the end of the first quarter. Um, I don't know. Like it's it's the game planning is what weirded me out. The the defensive game plan was actually really really great. I thought that was mm-hmm. great. Um, mm-hmm. But on offense, like it was super bleh. Thanks for listening to Play Like a Jet. Just want to remind you that there's plenty of time for you to go over to PrizePicks.com and make your daily fantasy entries on their player projections. If you remember in week number one when the Jets took on the Ravens at MetLife Stadium. I believe that Corey Davis would have more than 41 yards, and I believe that Elijah Moore would have more than 51 yards. Those were their player projections at prizepicks.com. Corey Davis eclipsed the 41 yards. He had 77. Elijah Moore fell just short. He had 49. Against the Cleveland Browns, I have a feeling that the Jets are going to be throwing the ball quite a bit, but I also think that Brees Hall, who had a fumble against the Ravens, is going to bounce back and have a nice day against the Cleveland Browns. So if you want to pick Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, based on their player projections over at prizepicks.com, you can do that, or you can take any other Jet you want or any player you want from the rest of the NFL or any other sport you want. It's very easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their their prize picks projection, you can win 
up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just you versus the projections available. You can do football, NFL, college football. You can do basketball, NBA, college basketball, NASCAR, UFC, whatever you want. It's all there at prizepicks.com. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that simple. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, PrizePix will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's promo code PLAJ at prizepix.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. There's a lot of work that needs to happen. Um, and and yeah, I, I'm also, while I like some of the things I see, right, I'm not deluding myself to that, you know, Zach Wilson's going to save this entire team. He certainly will be better. I mean, he can't be worse than what we saw from, from Flacco. So the question is, what do they do with Flacco? Do they keep starting him? Do they hope he gets injured? Like, what, what do you do for the next, whatever it is, two, three, four weeks, whatever it's going to be until we see Zach Wilson back, you know, under center. What do you do with Flacco? I, they're going to stay with him. Like, I don't think they're going to go on from him. But the problem is, like, if you look at the schedule the next few weeks, like, the, these were the, you know, these were the weeks where we even even with a full healthy roster felt like you're going up against the Bengals on the 25th. You got the Steelers, I think, early October. Like the Browns game is the one you circled as like, can we get one win in the month of September, um, and then and then hope that Zach is back before then. Like I don't, I mean, uh, unless Mike Lafleur is cooking up some brand new thing to to go at the Browns with, like why why wasn't that apparent in this 
in this game plan. So I, I think they're going to stay with him and I don't love it, but I don't think that, I think, mm-hmm. I think if you were going to start with Mike White in game two, you're just going to start with Mike White in game one. I don't think they're going to make a massive shift in week two. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And I mean, I, I do also think like that this will, based on the play, if, if the offensive line doesn't improve or Flacco doesn't improve, like this problem will, you know, evolution has a way of taking care of these problems. Uh, and I'm not trying to be a jerk or whatever, but like Flacco is probably going to get injured. Right. And, and then that, and then, right. Like that kind of paves the way to Mike White starting or, you know, um, or, you know, in game, like he comes in and then it's like, okay, well, we don't have to stay here. I, th- I think that that will eventuate itself based on what I saw and kind of right. As you say, like what's kind of on the, on the slate over the next couple of weeks. Um, but you, Travis, you talked about the defense a little bit. I definitely want to talk about that. Uh, we, we started at right. And I said, like, you know, they, I think they acquitted themselves well. Um, you know, I, I don't think Mark Andrews had a very statistically dominant day. Rashad Bateman didn't have a statistically dominant day. Um, he had the one big catch Duvernay, obviously with two touchdowns, but it was only like what 30 something yards or something. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, there was no one that really just, and then Lamar had a, had like one run or a couple runs, but there was no one on that Ravens team that you're just like, man, they just killed us. Like, remember that time, like who, will it, when Frank Gore, was he playing for like the dolphins or who was he playing for the chiefs or something? And he just destroyed us. Like it was the, dolphins. At the end of his career. Yeah. And he just destroyed us. It was the, the goddamn game that he freaking passed Curtis Martin on the Curtis list. Martin. And I was yes. so pissed. Yes. yes. And yes. you guys just dealt with rants from it. Yeah. That game will yes. forever yeah. live in the back of my brain. Right. And so like, it's like there, there was no one player that's like, man, they just had no answers for that guy. Uh, I didn't see that. I mean, now here's what I will say. Like JK Dobbins didn't play. Um, and their wide receivers are not the best in the league. Right. I mean, I, I like yeah, Rashad Dobbins though. Yeah. So yeah. Right. So, so anyway, Dobbins hasn't even proven himself, but he is, I think he's talented than, you know, Kenyon Drake and whoever they were throwing out there. So, so, but, but that said, I, I'm not trying to say that to, to dampen or minimize what the defense did. Um, but right. I think if the offense could show up or, you know, not, you know, whatever, have a, uh, you know, go three and out, like it will only help, the defense, right? So, so to that point, what did you like about what you saw on defense? What specifically uh, looked good? Uh, Josh? I mean, I, I was really, like I mentioned it off the top, but I was really proud of our corners. I feel like, you know, I, I was the first to kind of eye roll DJ Hall, uh, his celebration at the end with that interception, didn't realize it was about his dad. So apologies to DJ and his family, but um, uh, Reed, I was DJ Reed, uh, DJ Reed, yeah. not DJ Hall. Yeah. DJ Hall would be, mm-hmm. sounds like a character from the full house. Um <laughs> Might be, but, or or Scott DJ Scott Hall's, Scott Hall's younger brother in WCW. Um, yeah. So so no DJ Reed. So you know I feel like um, I, I was I was really glad to see like the the respect against Sauce Gardner is not preseason fluky. We don't want to throw to him. It feels like he's already being respected as as a CB one, which is fantastic. So I, I really liked what I saw out of our corners. Um, um, I'll let, I'll let Trav see if he had a bright spot, but that was, that was my brightest spot. My, my not brightest spot is <laughs> going to be the safeties, but we'll get, we'll get to them in a minute. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Travis. D-line and linebackers for me. D-line and linebackers for me. JJ getting, uh, already, already hopping over Vernon Golston 
uh, first game in the NFL. <laughs> Already uh, hopping over him on the sack right. list with more one career sacks. Um, yeah, one more career sack. Getting it. Um, I thought uh, the linebacking core played really, really well, and that's always been something I've, I'm always dubious over. I thought Quincy had a good game. CJ obviously had a good game in coverage. The uh, but the D line. I mean, they they stood the ground. They had really great. Uh, Great pressure, um, and it was kind of what I expect this D-line to actually be the defensive line that we've touted the first game of the year for, like, the past 10 years of, like, holy shit, we're going to have this. We got Wilkinson. We got Richardson. We got, but, like, this year, I, I, th- I think, like, it's legit. I mean, uh, there's just so many freaking weapons, and, like, we didn't even have Huff. Uh, Huff was an actor. Um yeah, I, I think that's going to be one of our, our strongest points. Uh, and yeah, I think we all got some uh, some some cathartic cathartic bitching to do about the center. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, safety, safety situation. One, yeah. one more one more high spot. So going going even looking at PFF scores today, Quinn Williams was in the 90s, um, yep. which is fantastic. Just to yeah. see him starting to dominate like we thought he did, and um, JFM just kind of right behind him, ABT not too far off either. But I felt like. Man, I feel I feel like I feel like we had some guys play play some pretty good games. Having Quan Alexander out there, you know, whether he's lost a step or not, feels like feels like he's brought a little bit of that just that heat to those to those linebackers. So, but wanted to shout out Quinn and Williams. I know we've been mm-hmm. waiting and waiting and waiting to see it, and you saw it week one, which was really uh, really encouraging. Yeah, I, I love that. I love the play uh, as well on the defensive line and the uh, and the linebackers. Uh, Stat boy correction. Um, uh, JJ only had half a sack. They credited oh, the other he's half. Still I know, I know. <laughs> I, but that's what I was going to say. I was like, I was like, he shared it with Jacob Martin, which I thought it was a full JJ sack. But regardless of whatever I thought, he's still ahead of Vernon Golston in career yeah. sacks. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, um, but yes, you're right. And then, and then, yeah. I mean, I thought, um, yeah, I thought I thought that whole group played well. I yeah, I like this. This the um, the corners look good. Um, you know, uh, your boy, uh, Hall got beat on that. Um, he got beat on a no look pass. Like dude. it was crazy. Yeah. That, that, that was crazy. And he was blanketing him. Um, he was blanketing him. Great. He, like, he, he yeah, broke he, because he, of the no look pass. Because again, if you look at the, the end zone point of view, if I, if I remember right, this, I'm pretty sure this was the Hall one where Jackson pulls like that old, the 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 Patrick Mahomes thing and got no credit for it of looking completely left, throwing completely right. Um, <laughs> well, but I guess what I was saying is like if that's my team's third cornerback and th- and he, I mean, I think he got beat on the first step there a little bit and then had to kind of work his way back. Yeah. Regardless, regardless, um, I still think uh, that if that's my third corner. Like I'll take it, right? I, mm-hmm. I think about like <laughs> Reggie Tongue or uh, or um, <laughs> uh, Kyle Kyle Wilson, like when they were playing, kind of like you know th- those those positions, like or you know playing second or third corner, and like the level of output that you were getting from them that you got from someone like Hall on that play, like I'll take that. I'll take that as a third corner. Like that's fine. That's fine. Um, and and that was going to be my thought that I was going to say about Duvernay getting the two touchdowns is like they took out the players they had to. I mean, they put sauce on Mark Andrews who defended him. I mean, that one play, I 
uh, they, they didn't call face guarding anymore. Right. Cause like he totally would have gotten called for face guarding, oh, yeah. uh, but, but he, you know, he puts his hand up and he prevents Mark Andrews from falling down in the end zone with a touchdown. Um, and Mark Andrews is a big dude. Um, so like the fact that he can play and be, you know, he's a rangy guy himself and he's not small, but playing on a guy that's even that much bigger and doing well. And then having your second guy, you know, kind of pass off back and forth between him and, and Rashad Bateman, who I think is a talented young player, like that's pretty good. So you're letting the guy beat you in, in Duvernay with those two touchdowns who you want to have beat you. That's fine. I'll, I'll take that. Like, I don't like seeing Devin Duvernay score two t- touchdowns on my team. At the same time, I'd rather he score two touchdowns than Mark Andrews score four. Right. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, by and large, I like it, but Joyner is atrocious. I mean, <laughs> just, okay. I want to put this in context. So Joyner, LaMarcus Joyner is playing ahead of your guy, Ashton Davis. So just keep that in mind. Just keep that. Oh, in mind. I know. I know. Like there, there's a thing called the Bristol stool chart uh, that, that tells you about what's wrong with you based off of the shape of your shit. Oh my God. And that's the way I look at the depth oh. chart of our safety situation. It's kind of like the Bristol stool chart of, how bad are we based off of what shit we are putting on the field? And yes, LaMarcus Joyner, I've had issues with him since we freaking got him. I keep my mouth a little shut because it's always better than Ashton yeah. Davis, who is at the bottom of the Bristol stool chart, where it's probably something a little severe diarrhea. Funny, maybe type seven. I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. I've never heard of this. And so it runs from type one, which is separate hard lumps. <laughs> type type seven. Oh uh, no, type two. I'm gonna go through them all. Type two, lumpy and sausage like. Three, sausage shape with cracks in the surface. Three, no, like, like a smooth, like a smooth. <laughs> uh, type four, like a smooth, soft sausage or snake. Uh, that's considered normal. Uh, five, soft blobs with clear cut edges. And then uh, type six, mushy consistency with ragged edges. Right there, LaMarcus Joyner, ragged edges, mushy. Seven is liquid consistency with no solid pieces. Ashton Davis Davis and and Braden Mann, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We got got two type sevens. (laughs) The punt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got a couple type sevens. Yeah. Uh, I like this. Thank you for sharing. I'm going to start rating players on the Bristol stool chart now. I think yeah, that's our I, thing. I mean, I, like this. <laughs> I think we found it, guys. Like we were thinking about, like, do we do Golden Girls? Like, what do we do this year? Thank you, thank you. That, I mean, that shows some. Like, Travis, I want you on my trivia team when I when I go play bar trivia. You, the I amount the of trivia. dumb shit that is in this head. Like, I just multiple pops and bong resin and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that's in my brain now. That's right. Point. I love it. 43 years old. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we, um, so, so yeah, was there any, so on the, on the Bristol scale, uh, if, if those guys were your sixes and sevens, any ones, any ones, Josh, any ones, Travis, some separate hard lumps. Yeah. Separate hard <laughs> lumps. Well, but that says actually, so yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to figure this out because that's a severe constipation. <laughs> normal is normal is sausage or smooth. So mm, we're going to have to figure out our stool charts. I think anyway, we'll, we'll, I'm we'll, still we'll going one as, as, one as good. 
Okay, one as, as someone who hasn't is, probably had a solid poop okay. in years because of my you know, my drinking habits and, <laughs> and you know, eating at Chili's, um, right, I'm going to give that one. That's, oh. that's good stuff. Travis, before we go, we need we need a, a, a reaction, a big-time reaction from you. I don't know if you saw the news, but CeCe's is it? No, 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 excuse me. Little Caesars, excuse me. Little Caesars is the official pizza of the NFL. Were you aware of that? Oh, it's time for me to start knuckling up. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's big news. And the they, have, now. They, they had something called a Fanceroni pizza. I saw a commercial I, for something called I got Fanceroni. one the other day because you know what it comes with? Free crazy bread that oh, I don't have to fight anyone for. You, <laughs> you don't you have to know. fight anyone Wow. In, in in the in the world of false advertising, I am literally on littlecaesars.com right now looking at the old world hot and ready fanceroni pepperoni. It is not <laughs> old world. Can I can I in the world of false advertising, they've got basically Prince Street pepperoni on this pizza and I would bet all the dollars in all of our pockets that that pepperoni does not come out of the oven looking like the Prince Street folded and rolled up. The it one that I cups. got the other day came out beautiful, roni cups. Wow! Was so what is happening over at Little? I'm Caesars? shocked. I think I think they've seen Papa John's slowly slow descent into into madness, and they're like um, they're like John Lovitz off the stage, like he's going crazy, <laughs> and I'm and I'm going to profit or whatever from the wedding singer. Um, so I'm I reaping think, all the benefits. Yeah, I, I think I'm reaping, I'm reaping all, all the benefits. benefits. Yeah. So maybe Little Caesars. This is their John Lovitz. Wedding singer moment. I'm telling um, you, like that thing came out with probably like two pounds of like Roni cups on there, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this aside and go ahead and take three Nexiums and come back because <laughs> you don't want to come out of there with a sausage shape with cracks in the surface. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, there's a lot of cheese and Roni on there. I don't want a number one. <laughs> would be painful uh, so yeah so you're so we're on board with little caesars being uh i'm announced as the new official pizza sponsor of the nfl i i think i get kicked out of the state of connecticut if i ever order the fancy ronnie pepperoni i think that i think they come right to my door <laughs> you, you would, they get, me out you of would. New, they get me out of new haven they, they throw me out well, the closest i can I get to mama's too or prince street like down here which is says oh, a whole mama's lot too. love me some mama's that's too. mama's too is my favorite pizza in the entire world so shout out mama's too I will see you soon. Upper, upper West Side. Well, here's the thing, though. There are little Caesars to be found in Connecticut. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course. Okay, so so this is like we shun, South but Park. We shun. Th- right, yeah. <laughs> this is like the South Park episode where everybody's talking about how bad Walmart is, and then they go in, and everybody's shopping at Walmart. So it's like right. somebody's eating little Caesars in the state of Connecticut. It's Jim right? Gaffigan. Millions and billions served at McDonald's, but nobody <laughs> goes there. Yep. <laughs> So okay, so someone's eating them, but right, I, I agree they should not be. They should be going to Mom's or one of the other fancy uh, palaces, the palaces of of pizza in in Haiti. Hey, uh, late late breaking news here from from mm. our good friend our good friend Connor uh, Robert Sala says that the Jets didn't get beat yesterday; they lost. Okay, all right. All right. Is, is this going that. back to this whole moral victory bullshit that him and Connor um, are beefing uh, about right now? I'm going Probably. with that. That's a type seven response. Liquid consistency with no solid pieces. There the was no, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yes. Okay. We need to break this down. What What do we think the def, the difference in the definition between that they lost versus they were beaten? What, what do we, what do we, if I'm trying to crawl inside 
Robert Sala's brain. I, I, I think I know where he's going, and, and I actually don't hate it. Okay. Go go ahead. Let's hear it. Um, It was their own dumbass mistakes. Like, if it was not for the fumble, if it was not for uh, – or the fumbles, if it was not for mm-hmm. Stonehands, if it wasn't for the miscommunications uh, between the safeties, they would have been in that game with two minutes left to go for that freaking 24-minute, 60-yard drive that, you know, was also uh, kind of uh, lacking self-awareness. You probably need to, you know, get down there and try to score quicker than that. Uh, although they did not score, but uh, – yeah, I mean they they beat themselves. Um, the Jets beat themselves. Like the Ravens did. The Ravens capitalized on the Jets' uh, fuck ups every single time. Every single yeah. time it was a Jets fuck up that gave them, you know, the uh, the pass interference call on Whitehead. Uh, um, you know, that, I think that's what he's getting at. I don't like the phrasing yeah. of it. But I mean, it was it was stupid ass mistakes, and that's why I say the team looked really freaking young, except for Flacco. Mm-hmm. And you got to grow up and clean that shit up, and that all goes to coaching. That's what I'm worried about right now. I'm I'm worried that we're in year two, game one, and we're or me personally, I'm worried about mm-hmm. coaching discipline and and screw ups. Josh, anything to add or refute? I I'm calling shenanigans. I this is. <laughs> This is just like, or we're already in coach speak after week one. We're already there. Like, time time truly is a flat circle, friends. We're already in. We didn't we didn't lose. We didn't get B. We lost. Um, it's fine. I whatever. I just I saw it and thought it's good fodder for us to kick around as we're discussing different stool chart uh, <laughs> pictures. And this was not a, a, a smooth sausage of a of a of a mm-hmm. statement. This was a. This was a, a bunch of grapes, is what another mm-hmm. uh, another chart is calling it. It's, He's feeding it's us rabbit turds. Rabbit turds. We're on a we're different getting, scale. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting corn on the cobs right now. We're getting rabbit droppings. Uh, yeah, I, I kind it's of semantics, hate, like you said. Right. Yes, it is. I, I agree. It's semantics, and like this is kind of like because there's twelve beat writers for the New York Jets. You know, you you have this uh, spectrum of coverage, right, that goes from um, and, and often from the same writer. Like, let me be clear, like it, it, it runs the spectrum of like, oh, boy, like this team's great and everything's great. and Everything's going well. And um, but then also right, like highly contentious. And like, let me just let me just nail you to the wall on this one little issue uh, that, you know, that like semantical thing or whatever. And so like this, this to me, it feels like one of those things where like, I, right. I get what he's, what Sala is trying to say. And, and I appreciate that's the, that's the right mindset, right? That is the right mindset that they should have because right. I mean, if they really lost, I mean, this sounds stupid to say, but like they would have lost by 40, right? If they had played, like, I mean, think about what, if they think got what Kansas like City did yesterday. It yeah, like, they, it right. Yeah. But it, like anytime you can, I mean, and I, I, I think that the, the threshold used to be around 20 points, right? Like you, you judge your offense and your defense based on like how high above or below 20 points did they allow or score themselves right like that's i think i think we can in the modern nfl we can probably slide that up to 25 30 or something so like i don't know like 24 points not great but certainly not the worst game ever 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, like uh, they, the offense really let down the rest of the group. So in that way, um, yeah, they lost the game and right. They had chances to, to make plays, but they just couldn't get out of their own way. Uh, the defense certainly did their best held on when they could, but that, and that's the thing about defenses is like they're all, it's, you know, they're one part of it. And if the other team can't get their side straight, then it ends up eventually affecting the defense. Uh, Cause you just keep putting them on the field. You keep putting the other team in situations where they, they keep getting shots and they, they can't, they can't, you can't stand up in the modern NFL with all the rules and um, you know, it just, it just doesn't work that way. So, so yes, I understand the point, but like Connor's also the guy, you know, if he's beefing with him now, like, he was also the one like running out that Zach Wilson was maybe, oh boy, oh boy, golly gee, going to play like seven days ago. So like, what is this? Like his, like, I'm um, being a tough guy routine. But then also giving got, shit. Going, did they really, on that one? you know, yeah. right after right. that, when it, when it turned out that Flacco was playing, it was like, do they really know what they're doing with this whole medical situation? And I was like, whoa, this seems very personal. Like not again, not talking shit about a journalist, but like it, in this day and age, you got to find something to freaking talk about every damn day right. and multiple right. times a day. So, oh, yeah, yeah, unless you're like the one guy at the Arizona Republic who covers like the Cardinals, right? It's like they have one press guy like for the whole organization. And it's like he's just like, I can't even keep up. There's too much. It's too much. Right? So, <laughs> so right, it's the opposite problem. It's the opposite problem over here where it's very you're right. It's just very competitive. And so I'm I'm not saying I'm just saying. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, thank you. I'm not <laughs> saying, I'm just saying, thank you. That's that. I couldn't have said it better myself. All right. Um, just like the jets, they, they're not saying they're just saying they, they were not saying um, any other thoughts we have about this team before we uh, roll off here, going to the, going to the weekend for the next game, the big one, what do we, big like one. the big one? <laughs> The type is is there's going to be some. It, listen, you can tell me it's going to be a type one game or a type seven game. Something's coming out, and it's not going to look pretty. <laughs> so is it going to be hard or very loose? I don't know. Sunday morning, I, dumb. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby! All right, uh, that that should be Peter. That would be a Peter King column. Wow, Sunday morning. morning dumper back. Okay, all right. Anyway, we got to go. <laughs> uh, this was fun. Travis, uh, it's been a joy uh, spending time with you while you drink your white wine spritzer. Josh, <laughs> I hope you're having a good a day. There was day. no spritz. This was not watered down today. It is <laughs> no, been, okay, it, good. As as I uh, as my uncle used to say, after multiple beers, uh, Mickey's, uh, it oh, has baby. been a day. There's no have have been. have been a day. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, guys, it have been a game. It have been a podcast. It have been a day. We hope you all have been having a good day. You you have have been having a day, and we this have been podcast has been having for you. Uh, I don't know where I'm going. I need to go get a drink. All right. Later. Yeah. We will talk to you next week after week two. Um, let's hope we see some more. Let's not, you know, claw, call, crawl to the top of a high tower just yet. Um, we're going to get through this. Um, Zach Wilson is our savior. <laughs> Did I just say that? I can't believe I just said that. I just uh, said that. What's happening? <laughs> it has been a podcast. It, it, it has been. been it has been something you said. <laughs> type, this is a type seven podcast, boys. All right, we're out. <laughs> See you next week. Anatomy of an ad. 
subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.